हरे कृष्ण जय राधा माधव कुंज बिहारी ओपी जन बल्लभ गिरिवर धारी जयो राधा माधव कुंज बिहारी गोपी जन बल्लव गिरिवर धारी यशोदानंदन ब्रज जन रंजना यशोदानंदन ब्रज जन रंजना यमुना तिरावन चारी यमुना तिरावन चारी जयो राधा माधव कुंज बिहारी गोपी जन बल्लव गिरिवर धारी यशोदानंदन ब्रज जन रंजना यमुना तिरावन चारी हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्ण हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे
जय राधा कला चंजी राधा कला चंजी राधे जय राधा खला चंजी राधा खला चंजी राधे जय राधा गोविंद राधा गोविंद राधे जय जगन्नाथ जय जगन्नाथ बलदेवा जय सुभद्रा नितय गौर हरि बोल हरि बोल हरि बोल नितय गौर हरि बोल नीताय गौर हरि बोल हरि बोल हरि बोल नीताय गौर हरि बोल जयो जयो प्रभुपाद 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 जयो जयो प्रभुपाद जयो जयो गुरुदेव 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 जयो जयो गुरुदेव टाइगोर प्रेमानंदे हरी हरी बोल ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाया ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाया ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाया नारायणम नमस्कृत्य नरम चैवा नरोत्तमम देवीं सरस्वतीं व्यासम ततो जयम नष्ट प्रायेशु अभद्रेशु नित्यम भागवत सेवये भागवते उत्तमाश्लोके भक्तिर भवती नैष्टकी कृष्णाय वासुदेवाया देवकी नंदनायाचा नंद गोपाकुमाराया गोविंदाये नमो नमः 
नमो पंकजनाभाय नमो पंकजमालिने नमो पंकजनेत्राया नमस्ते पंकजांग्रे गुरुए गौरचंद्राय राधिकाए तदालया कृष्णाया कृष्णा भक्ताया तद्भक्ताया नमो नमः Reading for chapter, reading from chapter ten, Canto one, text number twenty-two. Sae sae bhuyo nijaviriya choditam. Swajiva mayam prakritim shishrika shishrikshatim. अनामूपत्मनीूपानीधेत्सनुशासकृत सूयो निजवीर्याचोदिता स्वजीव मयं प्रकृति शिश्रीक्षाति अनामूपात्मनीमा विवेत्सुशाशास्त्रकृत सूयो निजवीर्यचोदितम सजीव मयं प्रकृति शिश्रक्षति अनामूपात्मनीमानी विधित विधित सूयो निजवीर्यचोदित सजीव मयं प्रकृति शशिक्षित आनमूपात्मनीमानीवेत्सवाशाशास्त्रकृत सूयो निजवीर्याचोदित स्वजीव मयं प्रकृति शिश्रुक्षाक्षति अनामूपात्मनीमा 
विवेद समानो अनुशासा शास्त्र भूया अगेन निज ओन ओन पर्सनल वीरिया पोटेंसी चोदिताम परफॉर्मेंस ऑफ स्व ओन जीवा लिविंग बींग मायाम एक्सटर्नल एनर्जी प्रकृतिम अंटू मेटीरियल नेचर शिक्षितिम वाइल रिक्रिएटिंग वाइल रिक्रिएटिंग अनामा विदाउट मंडेन डेजिग्नेशन रूपा आत्मने फॉर्म्स ऑफ द सोल रूपा नमानी फॉर्म्स एंड नेम्स विदित सामान डिजायरिंग टू अवॉर्ड अवॉर्ड अनुशाशारा एंट्रस्टेड शास्त्रकृत the compiler of revealed scripture translation and purport by shila prabhupad shila prabhupad ki the personality of god had again desiring to give names and forms to his parts and parcels the living entities place them under the guidance of material nature by his own potency material nature is empowered to recreate purport i'll read little and then continue the prayers the living entities are parts and parcel of the lord they are of two varieties namely nitya mukta and nitya baddha the nitya mukta the nitya muktas are eternally liberated souls and they are eternally engaged in the reciprocation of transcendental loving service with the lord in his eternal abode beyond the mati manifested mundane creations but the nitya baddhas or eternally conditioned souls are entrusted to his external energy maya for rectification of their rebellious attitude toward the supreme father nitya baddhas are eternally forgetful of their relation with the lord as parts and parcels they are bewildered by the illusionary illusionary energy as products of matter and thus they are very busy in making plans in the material world for becoming happy they go on merrily with plans but by the will of the lord both the plan makers and the plans are annihilated at the end of a certain period as above mentioned this is confirmed in the bhagavad gita as follows O son of Kunti, at the end of the millennium, all the living entities merge into my nature. And again, when the time of creation is ripe, I begin creation by agency of my external energy. 9.7 Om Ajnana Timiranda Syagyananjana Shalakaya 
Praying at the lotus feet of my spiritual master, Srila Prabhupada and all the Vartavan and Purva Guru Vargas, that may I speak something in glorification of our dear Lord Shri Krishna for the pleasure of the devotees, the Vaishnavas, and for my very own purification. Vancha kalpataru bhyascha kripa sindhu vevacha patita nam pavne veo vaishnave veo namo nama mukum karoti vachalam pangum langayate girim yat kripata maham vande shri gurum dinataranam parmananda madhavam shri chaitanya ishwaram Hare Krishna So I'll read a little bit from the previous so that we know where we are and we will start there. So this is the time when Krishna is finally leaving Dwarka and uh, and then he is staying and earlier to this he was also preparing to go but as Prabhu yesterday was explaining how Krishna was acting in a humanly form and um, he was just respecting Subhadrama's grief and, you know, he was trying to pacify her and Yudhishthir Maharaj and everybody else. And now finally he, ha- he is leaving. And now this has been, been narrated over the verses that we have been reading prior to this and going forward as well. So now, right now, we are in between the prayers. Those are offered by the uh, ladies of uh, Hastinapur. And then, read little from 18th. Uddhava and Satyaki, they began to fan the Lord with decorated fans and the Lord as the master of Madhu. Seated on a scattered flowers, commanded, commanded them along the road. Nine, 19. It was being heard here and there that the benediction being paid to Krishna were neither befitting nor unfitting because unbefitting because they were all for the absolute who was now playing the part of a human being now befitting and unbefitting that is very interesting because befitting because he has taken the form of a human being and unbefitting because the him he is the supreme personality of godhead so you know what how can you give blessings to the supreme so that's why the word befitting and unbefitting is been used these are the Vedic hymns, those were chanting by the Brahmanas. And then at 20 it says that absorbed in the thoughts of the transcendental qualities of the Lord who is sung in select poetry, the ladies on the roof of all the house of Hastinapur began to talk of him. This talk was more attractive than the hymns of the Vedas. So these are more attractive. Krishna's glorification by his devotees, they were more attractive by the Vedas hymns. And then yesterday we heard, they say, they said, here he is the original personality of Godhead as we definitely remember him. 
we he alone existed before the manifested creation of the modes of nature and he, in him only because he is the supreme lord all living being all living beings merge as if sleeping at night their energy suspended so we see that how this ladies you know they usually say that ladies were not educated and things like that but they have so much of knowledge they has the best of the knowledge of the vedas they have like uh, prabhupada time and again says that you know it's not wrong to learn the read the vedas or understand the vedas but the final conclusion you should come to know is that krishna is the supreme personality of god and krishna is the one who is who needs to be worshiped the goal of vedas and krishna himself says in the 15th chapter the goal of vedas and the goal of vedas is to know krishna so so this mother this ladies they are so expert and so wonderfully they are offering prayers to krishna and those are even more wonderful than the vedic hymns because it is the glorification of krishna and yesterday i was listening to a lecture by shila prabhupad on the first canto itself and he was saying that all the philosophy consider mayavad philosophy any philosophy if there is no achyuta if there is no krishna then it becomes very dried the philosophy has no um, sweetness towards it it doesn't have anything you know it's very dry and speculative because there is no krishna but as soon as prabhupada was saying we also learn philosophy we have to learn philosophy to understand krishna better and the reason why we learn philosophy uh, it has three things that when we read the scriptures one thing we understand how great krishna is and as soon as we understand how great somebody is we understand how little we are and that brings humility upon us when we we might be just going on doing krishna saying krishna krishna and doing krishna things we do not understand how big krishna is how unlimited krishna is but when we read when we serve and side by we read as well we the scriptures that prabhupada has given us our acharyas has given us have given us we understand how big krishna is and the moment we understand how big uh, we automatically become you know humble and they say that by reading the scriptures by reading scriptures our intelligence get purified right now it is very contaminated our subtle body is very contaminated but when we read the scripture our intelligence get very much purified so when we and then also of course when we read the scriptures we can help others to come into because as prabhupad said you may distribute the books but when they ask what are there in the book if you don't read yourself scrutinizingly how are you going to sell the books because they will ask you what's there in the books and in the scripture and when we cannot when we ourselves are not convinced into something into the philosophy how how are we supposed to bring others into krishna consciousness so we ourselves have to read it so so we also prabhupada was saying that we also have philosophy very essential for us to understand the philosophy but it is not dry because it centers around krishna so we see the vedic hymns were fitting and unbefitting but this is all fitting for krishna because it was the glorification of krishna and krishna and both devotees they they like the glories of krishna they like to hear wherever there is glorification of krishna krishna himself is there along with his associates so uh reading so as we were reading that prabhupada is mentioning there are two kinds of living entities one is nitya baddhas and other is nitya muktas so heard from the classes that three fourth 
of the spiritual world which is is full of the nitya uh, muktas and you know one fourth comes down to this uh, you know conditioned material existence uh, is the nitya baddhas nitya baddhas nitya muktas who are eternally liberated they don't have a different desire than the lords but the nitya baddhas are the one who has who has this propensity to enjoy without krishna they want to enjoy they don't want to enjoy with krishna as they say in the in the modern time that you know they want to enjoy the ram rajya but without ram they want to ha- enjoy the kingdom of god but without the god himself and and prabhupada explains in his lectures that without the kingdom of god but you want those amenities facilities that's a demonic culture that's what ravan wanted and then he goes on to saying that ravan had such a the description of ravan's room is so wonderful it is described that in ravan's room there was moon and there was and that's where prabhupada says that means there were electricity even at that time i mean something like bulb must be there so the modern scientists he was saying that we want to invest you know invent everything and we don't want to give the credit to krishna so that's a demoniac and you know ravan kind of mentality we want to enjoy the amenities the facilities but we don't want to include krishna in it and those are the nitya baddhas the conditioned souls and regarding this there were two verses from bhagavad gita Five, this is 15.7 mamai bamsho jiva loke jiva bhuta sanatana mana stan mana shasthani indriyani prakriti sthani karshati the living entities in this conditioned world are my eternal fragmental parts due to conditioned life they are struggling very hard with the six senses which is which includes mind so here so here you know though we you know we hear time and again that we are the part and parcel as in this very shlok that we are discussing 11022 there it says as well that you know in the in the shloka it says that they are the part and parcels the here the personality of godhead again desiring to give names and forms to his parts and parcels the living entities and even bhagavad gita in the two shlokas where uh, krishna himself is saying how living entities are part and parcels of krishna in the purport prabhupad mentions that the living entities is the fragmental part and parcel of the supreme lord eternally it is not that he assumes individuality in his conditioned life and in his liberated state he becomes one with the supreme lord now very important point to ponder upon and for our philosophy to understand and prabhupada is you know rejecting mayavad concept that you know you can become one with the uh, with the lord so he says the living entity they always remain individual whether they are liber- whether they are living in the conditions uh, in this conditioned world or they have left their body in any condition they remains individual because that's their identity and then prabhupad go and it is not that like you know they uh, like we see how krishna is he is always eternal when he was few months old he did wonderful leelas it's not that he had to become god after certain age he was god when he was born or even uh, before birth 
and he is God when he left this material world, when he disappeared, when he wrapped, wound up his uh, Leela from this conditioned world. But similarly, the living entities, they forever, eternally they remain, they remain um, individual. They do not become one at any time. They may wish to, though. He is eternally fragmental and He is eternally fragmented. He is, it is clearly said, Sanatana, which Sanatana means eternal, forever. So he is individual forever. According to Vedic version, the Supreme Lord manifests and expands himself in innumerable expansions, of which the primary expansion are Vishnu Tattva and the secondary expansions called living entities or Jeev Tattva. So he said there are two in which Lord expands himself. Primary is Vishnu Tattva and the secondary is Jiva Tattva. In other words, Vishnu Tattva is the personal expansion and the living entities are the separated expansion. But both are eternal. And they have something called independence. They are given, the, like the Lord has independence. Similarly, we see in Bhagavad Gita and uh, Arjuna is being told that, you know, you have, other day we were having the discussion with Prabhuji, why Krishna does not, you know, force us into bhakti. Force, when we know this is the best thing, why everybody is not doing and we were talking about, discussing about how there is something called free will. We have something called independence. So till we feel convinced ourselves and somebody pushes us to do something, it will not be natural for us. It will be just um, mechanical. So there it says that, in other words, Vishnu Tattva is the personal expansion and the living entities are the separated expansion and there they have their own, both are eternal and both has a attribute called independence. By misuse of that independence, one becomes conditioned soul or nityabaddhas. And by proper use of that independence, he is always liberated or nitya siddhas. So how one become nitya siddha and how one become nitya mukta that's been discussed in Srimad Bhagavatam uh, 1.10.22. That is the solution how to become a nitya baddha or how one becomes a nitya mukta is given in Bhagavad Gita chapter 15 text 7 that by using our that independence that Krishna has given us so wonderfully like a wonderful father he has given us this the independence now when we misuse it misusing is enjoying enjoying without Krishna is that is the misuse when we try to do that we become conditioned or we become nitya baddhas you know, eternally. And then Prabhupada says so wonderfully I've heard it's been a long time he says that eternally Liberated we understand. But what is eternally uh, conditioned? That is Nitya Baddhas. What is that? Nitya is eternal. Baddha is conditioned or tied. What is that eternal? Why it is called eternal? It is eternal because we don't know since when we are conditioned. We cannot track back, okay, this many births, last four births or five births, we have been conditioned. No, because we don't know since when we are conditioned. That's why Prabhupada says it's called Nitya Baddhas. And we are, and but we can become nitya siddhas. We can be liberated by proper use of this independence. 
So when he is serving Maya or conditioned, or he is conditioned, he is under the three modes of nature. But when he is, but when he is liberated, he is free from these modes of nature. That is goodness, passion and ignorance. And engaged, and when he is free from the modes of nature, he is engaged in the transcendental service of the Lord. But the conditioned soul forgets the loving service of the Lord. And as a result, struggles for his existence in this material world. So we see how, if we look around, you know, if we look around, we can see how people are struggling. And again, in a lecture, uh, Prabhupada was saying, you know, suppose somebody is conditioned and they are struggling and they have struggled for everything to, for their, for their material existence. But in the future generation also they are te- teaching the same thing. They are not bringing them because they don't know. Because they do not have the, uh, what do you say, the knowledge or the manual. You know, this is a manual and somebody has lost the manual. You will get a machine and I have lost the manual. So I try to figure it out by myself. And my children come, mother offsprings come. And I tell them, okay, you do it like this, this, this. Because I myself did not learn the manual properly. What will I teach is also not proper. If I don't know how to exactly start the machine, the machine can be started, you know, with just one push. But I have somehow figured it out for my own sustenance that, you know, you push these three buttons, it will be equal to one button. Because I don't know how to work, I will teach my future generation the similar way. And they is they are also getting it in a wrong way or a difficult way. We can just serve Krishna and make our life simple and happy. But because we do not read scripture, because we do not hear from the bona fides um, parampara or guru or the sadhus, we have somehow figured it out how to turn it on. And we, we are teaching the, our next generation also how to turn it out in a wrong way. And this is going on and on and on. Until somebody, real Sadguru and real devotee of the Lord comes and tells, oh, you need not go. And that's why we see back in India and we keep getting these questions. Oh, why not Durga? Why not Shivji? Why not him and why not hers? They are all personalities of Godhead or they call them to be supreme. No, we don't know because we never read the manual. We never read the scriptures. So we don't know whatever has been told by our grandparents, whatever has been told by our... They are right in a way because they have lived and they have seen, they have experienced. But when it comes to scriptures, we need to read them. We need to hear from the bona fide source so that we press the right button of that machine and don't, don't, uh, you know, misguide our own life and misguide the coming generations or anybody around us. So again, 14.4 in Bhagavad Gita, it says that Sarvayoneshu konteya murtaya sambhavantiyas stasham brahma mahad yonir aham bija pradapita. It should be understood that all species of life, O son of Kunti, are made possible by birth in this material nature and that I am the seed giving father. Purport. It's a small purport, so I'll read it through. In this verse, it is clearly explained that the Supreme Personality of Godhead Krishna is the original father of all living entities. The living entities are condi- uh, uh, the living entities are the combination of the material nature and the spiritual nature. Such living entities are seen not only on this planet, 
but in every planet, even in the highest, where Brahma is situated. Everywhere there are living entities. Within the earth, there are living entities, even living entities within the uh, water and within fire. All these appearances are due to the mother material nature and Krishna's seed-giving process. The purport is that the living entities being impregnated in the material world come out and form at the time of creation according to their past deeds. So this such wonderful purport. It clearly states how we come into existence by the the material nature brings us into existence but under the supervision of Krishna, under the existence of Krishna. But unfortunately, some of us, we consider the material nature or Mother Earth in the or Durga Devi to be the ultimate. But no, Krishna is the ultimate. Krishna is the supreme. And under Him, everybody else, whether Brahma Ji, whether Shiv Ji, and every other demigods, and everyone is under Him, following His instructions. And um, in few verses back, if I remember it correct, it says that, you know, Krishna is so wonderful. Everything is functioning. But it does not look that Krishna is doing anything. Because it is so beautifully set. Everybody is doing their job, especially the demigods. And they are taking care and it looks like a prakrita. Like a naturally it is taking uh, taking place. But beyond everything, there is Krishna. Moving on. The word bhūya indicates, before that Prabhupada has also mentioned about uh, 9.7 Bhagavad Gita. So we'll quickly look into that verse as well. It says, and the meaning. Sarvabhūtāni konteya prakritim yanti mamikam kalpakshaye punastāni kalpadau brijāmi bisharjāmi aham. Sorry. O son of Kunti, at the end of the millennium, all material manifestation enter into my nature and at the beginning of another millennium, by my potency, I create them again. So this was been nicely described, I mean very wonderfully described yesterday by Prabhuji, how things are coming into picture, you know, they are coming into existence and again they are getting into getting annihilated. So here Prabhupada is explaining the word bhuya indicates again and again, that is to say, the process of creation, maintenance and annihilation is going on perpetually by the external energy of the Lord. This is the cause of everything, but the living beings who are constitutionally the parts and parcel of the Lord and are forgetful of the sweet relation are given a chance again to get rid of the clutches of external energy. And to revive his, the living being's consciousness, the revealed scriptures are also created by the Lord. Vedic literatures are guiding directions for the conditioned souls so they can get free from the repetition of creation and annihilation of the material world and the material body. So here what Prabhupada is saying is, Bhuya, the word explains, and again and again, because again, and then, um, you know, it says that punarapi jananam, punarapi maranam. Again and again, we are taking birth, we are, uh, you know, we are dying, we are getting old, and we are getting diseased, and again and again and again and again, it's happening, and we are not seizing it. 
And Prabhupada says that, you know, Krishna out of his own mercy, we have a sweet relationship with Krishna, but we have forgotten it. And now to revive that relationship, we are given all these amenities. And two things, until we have desires, material desires, we cannot go back. We cannot go back. As Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita, if we have any desire to fulfill that, whatever desire we have, if we have so much of desire at the time of death, we will think of that and we will come back to fulfill those desires. So we have to get rid of those desires. We cannot take Markatya Vairagya. Markatya Vairagya is like a monkey's renunciation. Or Samsan Vairagya. Like, you know, when we go to the for the cremation and we see that, you know, how... Somebody must, might be enjoying so wonderfully and one of, all of a sudden the death comes and everything is finished. And that moment when we see that immediately in this, immediately and momentarily it comes that what is there in this world to enjoy? For a moment it comes. But from that samshan, from that cremation area and by the time you come home, you see your children, you see your nice house and car and everything. We forget whatever we felt. The sense of renunciation. So it is for such a less time, it is called Samshan Vairagya or Markatya Vairagya. You just think it, you take it for a while and you just give it up. So, so that we don't do that way. So we are given all these facilities that, you know, we also, while doing what we feel like, you know, doing all this and keeping Krishna, this way we can get purified of our desires. We may take renunciations. Krishna says so wonderful in Bhagavad Gita that, you know, to Arjuna, that those who are completely above everything, for them, no rituals are needed. But for Arjuna, for you, you have to do both. You have to do your, you know, you do your uh, material duties, prescribed duties, and surrender those unto me. Don't take the credit. You know, we often in back in India, karma yoga, karma yoga, we say, but we do not understand what is exactly karma yoga is. We do the prescribed duties, the karma, the work we do, but we do not claim that I am the proprietor. Oh, I am the one who ha, who has who have done it, or I and I or I take claim the results. If we have a surrendered mood and then we can do the work that is prescribed, that is a renunciation in itself. Uh, today morning I was listening listening to Chaitanya Charan Prabhu and he was saying whether you are in a renounced order of life or in a grihastha life. So long your intention is doing bhakti, that is good enough. And then he was giving example of Durvasa Muni and Amrish Maharaj. If we see how renounced Durvasa Muni is, how renounced he is. But whereas Amrish Maharaj, he was into a grihastha life. But if you see the level of bhakti, the Krishna consciousness is way apart. So that's what Prabhu was saying that when when our consciousness is Krishna conscious, it is irrespective of which order we are. So here Krishna is giving us this wonderful arrangement where we can come, you know, get rid of our desires. And uh, Prabhu was also saying a beautiful thing. He was saying it is not so much about getting rid of our karma. That is the renounced. Renounced people, they take get rid of their karmas. You know, they prescribe duties. But it is more of getting renounced of our calm, our lust and our desire. That is more important. So calm, calm renunciation is more crucial, more important than calm renunciation or karma renunciation. 
So that's wonderful. So, you know, we have to come and work. We have to do our prescribed duty at the same time, making sure we are getting detached from the, all the material desires that we have. And Krishna, he has given us this beautiful deities and beautiful uh, Sangha of the devotees. And he himself gave the Vedic, you know, the Vedic scriptures so that we can read them. We can understand them. And we understand that Krishna is the ultimate goal of all the Vedas. And that way, we desire to go back to Krishna. Why do we listen to Krishna Katha? Why do we have to chant? So that our attachment for Krishna increases. When our attachment for something increases, our detachment for other things automatically reduces. So when our attachment for Krishna increases, automatically, by a natural, prakriti way, in a, in a very easily, in a very natural way, and permanently our attachment for the material desire and the material enjoyment and the material things will get reduced. And the more we get attached to Krishna, the more we will detach, detach ourselves from the material desires. So that's a natural process and that's why we need to hear Krishna Katha. If we do not hear, if we do not read, if we do not remember, then how are we going to get, you know, closer to Krishna? Uh, and as we, we were discussing few days in another class, another forum, that our doubts, we may have many doubts and Prabhupada never discouraged us from having doubt. But our doubt should be to get close to Krishna, not away from Krishna. It's not that, you know, I doubt this, this, this. Oh, I don't trust in Krishna. No, I doubt this, 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 so that I can come to close, I can come close to Krishna. My doubt should be cleared. It should be, you know, I should be cleansed of my doubts, misgivings, so that I can get more close to Krishna, so that I, my service becomes more meaningful to me. My, um, sadhu sangha becomes more meaningful to me. My reading scripture becomes more meaningful and my chanting becomes more meaningful. In total, my service becomes more meaningful. That's why we should have those doubts. Not to doubt Krishna, not to doubt Acharyas. And not to doubt others, what others are doing. As Prabhupada says that we have to die our own death. We have to fly our own flight. So at the time of that, we cannot say this devotee did this and that's why I was not doing it. Nobody read scripture, that's why I did not read. I cannot say that. Because my job, like, if nobody eats and I am hungry, doesn't mean that I will not eat. Right? If I am hungry, I will eat. Similarly, it is my bhakti, I need to take care of it. What others are doing is, it is their business with their guru and Krishna. But what I am doing is between me, Krishna and guru. So it is my job to do my bhakti as sincerely as one can. Moving on, the Lord says in Bhagavad Gita, this created world and material energy are under my control. Under the influence of prakriti, automatically they are created again and again and this is done by me through the agency of my external energy. I think that is, he is referring to 327 Bhagavad Gita. Prakriti kriyamanani gune karmani sarvasaha ahankara bimuratma karta ahamiti manyate. The spirit soul, bewildered by the influence of false ego, thinks himself the doer of activities that are in actuality carried out by the three modes of material nature. So time and again, here it is also said that how material energy, though we may see that the material energy... Honestly, now if you see the more one gets educated, the more one gets advanced in their life, so as so-called advancement, the more they think they are doers. They don't even think the material energy is doer. 
like that is also that also needs some sort of humility to understand that somebody else is doing and under that i am you know whatever results is being created is being created so but krishna says that though it seems like the material energy is doing it all but they are under my control he she is under my control and under her control again the jeevas under the influence of the three modes of nature goodness passion and ignorance they think like a fool moodha you know they think they are the doers actually the spiritual spark living entities have no material names or forms but in order to fulfill their desire to lord it over the material na- energy of material forms and names they are given a chance for such false enjoyment and at the same time they are given the chance to understand the real position through the revealed scriptures so this is again somewhat what has been discussed that you know because we have this propensity to enjoy so we have this propensity to enjoy so we are given this false enjoyment like you know in the in the dream we may see i am the king or the queen and can go on enjoying but it still remains a dream it does not become a reality when i wake up i have to work i have to start where i ended and i have to work my prescribed duties i cannot cannot just go ahead and say okay i am the queen from today and everybody listens to me no it's a dream similarly this material world is also like that we think we are enjoying but that's prabhupad says this is a false enjoyment krishna is letting us do it but at the same time he has also given us the scripture so that we really understand what is our actual position that is jibesh swarup hoy krishna nityadas we are the eternal servants of krishna for that understanding the scriptures are given to us <clears throat> the foolish and forgetful living beings being is always busy with false forms and false names modern nationalism is the culmination of such false names and false forms men are ma- mad after false names and forms the form of body obtained under certain condition is taken up as factual and the name also taken bewilders the conditioned soul into misusing the energy in the name of so many ism the scriptures however supply the clue for understanding the real position but men are reluctant to take lessons from the scriptures created by the lord for different places and times for example the bhagavad gita is guiding principles for every human being but by spell of material energy they do not take care they do not take care to carry out the programs of the life in terms of the bhagavad gita shrimad bhagavatam is the post graduate study of knowledge for one who has thoroughly understand understood the principles of the bhagavad gita unfortunately people have no taste for them and therefore they are under the clutches of maya for repetition of birth and death so again coming back to the again the point you know prabhupada is again time and again in this particular purport uh explaining how scripture reading is important for us he's saying that as i was mentioning that it's a manual as it's called the bhagavad gita is called the manual so that's the basic philosophy so one needs to understand that and once we have understood that and then we go ahead for you know graduation study is shrimad bhagavatam 
but people have no taste they are and that's why they are under the clutches of maya so by reading the scriptures by understanding them from the proper sources from the bona fide disciplic succession we will understand the philosophy the you know how one's life should be led and accordingly we will be free from the clutches of maya but it is so unfortunate that you know they have no taste for them and therefore they are under the clutches of maya for repetition of birth and that and because we do not go out of this vicious circle you know of uh, repeated birth death old age and death birth death old age and disease because we do not take shelter of the scriptures so long we do not do so we will again and again as i was like quoting like punarapi jananam punarapi maranam again and again we'll take birth in the you know in the womb of another mother of some species and again that again birth again that and between that old age and disease so prabhupada is you know insisting here how the scriptures are so essential for us to make this human birth this human life successful to make this human life successful we need to take the shelter of the scripture so that we understand what is the purpose why were we given this human form because there are so many species as prabhupada is mentioning there are species in the um, water in the fire and everywhere but this human form is so rarest of rare because in this we can do brahma jigyasa we can do you can you can ask question who am i who is the lord and what is my relationship with that lord we can do that with this human form rest you know rest of the four things can be done even by animals if we just do those eating sleeping mating defending any animal can do that so what is the difference between us and the animals and that's our enquiry and reestablish our relationship that is facilitated in this human form of life to you know enquire and go back to godhead and you know going back to the one whose we are parts and parcel with that i would end श्रीमद्भागवतमी जय थैंक यू हरे कृष्ण यू वॉन्ट टू एड एनी कमेंट प्रभु